0: Today's episode of the podcast is a recording of an Instagram live that I did with my friend Hafiz, where we talked about why I started the journey with Jared podcast. I hope that you enjoy.
1: Hey, everyone. Hey. Hey. Hey, Dan. Good.
0: Good Hey. You too. All
1: right. Let's let's do this. Cool, and, I'm excited. Yeah, me too.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Let's do this. Wow. Um yeah, before we do it, before we, we get into the the podcast, uh talk about your podcast, let's uh yeah, let's let's check in quickly. Sure. Um, yeah. Um I guess I'll start. I'm feeling um I do feel a bit nervous, but it's excited energy. Yeah. <laughs> Just wanna get that out. Um but yeah, I'm pretty pumped.
0: Yeah. yeah, me too. Is this is this your first Instagram live?
1: Uh, it's been a while.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is. Uh, I did my first one last week with Nuke, and so that warmed me up a little bit. But um, nice. I'm feeling good, and yeah, I don't know, just just feeling good today. So I'm excited to be here, and excited to see you, and looking forward to it. Yeah, awesome.
1: Yeah, let's get let's get right let's get right to it here. So. Cool. Um, so we're gonna talk about your podcast that you you recently started. Um, how long has it been um, that you open you start your podcast?
0: Yeah, so it would have been the end of March was when I posted the first couple of episodes. Yeah, so that's amazing. Yeah, just over three months, I guess that'd be.
1: Yeah. So the podcast uh, for the audience listening is called the Journey of Jared.
0: The Journey with Jared.
1: The journey with Jerry. that's right. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, so what, what inspired you to, to start this podcast?
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, so I guess it started probably about a year ago. And I started it as kind of a joke, but I started calling it kind of a joke. But it's turned into the reality that I was going through a quarter-life crisis. Mm. And just started questioning a ton of basically everything I was doing professionally, personally, Um, you know, started doing a lot of work myself and realized that being out in the spotlight was one of the things that I wanted the most, but also scared me the most at the same time. And so um, I really was kind of looking for a medium to, for trying new things and to push me out of my comfort zone. And I went, well, if this scares me that much, then I am going to force myself to do it. And I thought I could talk to people. Okay. And so decided to do to do a podcast and the rest is kind of history and ended up actually really enjoying it and it's been really good and learned to time and um yeah it's just been it's been good so far
1: yeah that's awesome yeah um so the so, so i'm curious as to when you uh when you got when you started the process of creating the podcast um did you run into any forms of uh any obstacles that came your way any fear or doubts that showed up or
0: yeah um i would say first of all i had absolutely no idea what i was doing <laughs> and so the first couple episodes were a lot of uh technical difficulties i had no idea about anything mm-hmm. uh, like watched a couple of youtube videos the night before and then tried to set up um, a little set up as best I could and first time took an hour and luckily I had one of my friends uh, Steve there who was on the first episode yeah. um, and we we went through it and uh, ended up recording it and I think so the biggest thing was I actually started recording episodes in January and um, it scared the living shit out of me to post them and so I saved up a couple over the couple of months and then um, as you know, because we're in a men's group together, my my quarter one goal was to post, I think it was like three episodes. Um and if I, I was gonna fail it and it was the night before, I was finally like, okay, like I have to do this now. And that was what mustered the courage. And mm-hmm. even though I didn't announce it anywhere, even though like I didn't tell too many people I was doing it, um It still scared the crap out of me to post them. And I think it took me 45 minutes of having them ready and just waiting to click the upload button and um, couldn't do it halfway a couple times, but um, it was just almost really liberating to do it and to put myself out there. And um, it was almost like a weight off my shoulder and it's just been easier and easier every time, which has been really cool. Um, And the response has been really good uh, which I was, you know, pleasantly surprised with of, um, you know, some people had listened and, and had given me some good feedback. And so.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing how uh, we get in our own way, you know, when it comes to doing something that's outside of our comfort zone, right. There's always that resistance yep. that, that shows up and it's just, it's this sort of fight or flight, you know, mode that shows that triggers in us. Right. And it's, yep. it's, um, you know it's always uh it's always that uh that last resistance right that we yeah uh, we have to overcome um, for sure and you, and you mentioned and you mentioned as well too like we're both in the men's men's circle men's yeah. group as well too um if you can speak on that as to how that um how that helped you how that supported you with with this project
0: for sure and um it actually it started in that process of when I was going through that quarter life crisis and Mm -hmm. One of the big things was like, I just need to try new things. And so Mm -hmm. pushing myself to try new things, really getting into more mental health um, and, you know, self-discovery. And that's actually where I discovered the King of Hearts, which you're heavily involved with. And I went to Heart to Heart and... Showed up by myself, didn't know anybody, didn't know what to expect. My, my plan was kind of just to sit in the corner, and not say anything, um, and just had some really cool conversations that I'd never had with strangers and not only strangers, but a lot of people that were really close to me of uh, open, honest conversations. Um, and that kind of started the, the ball rolling. And some of the other guys, um, Andy specifically, after a couple of meetings, he said, oh, you know, there's also um, this men's group that I do and talk to me a little bit more about it, where it was going a lot more deeper with a specific set of guys, right? And yeah, and again, just kind of as I wanted to scratch that itch of, you know, opening myself up, um, personal development, mental health, um, and going through that. And so I decided to join. And it's been amazing. And it's been, it's really changed a lot of my perspectives on a lot of different things. And Um, a really cool environment where it's almost, uh, you know, helping each other out, like co-mentoring almost of all of the guys, you know, take energy and give energy. And sometimes depending on the day, sometimes they switch in the middle of, you know, a single meeting, and just getting really close with these guys. And I, I always explain it to people almost like getting to people or sorry, getting
1: Uh oh. Yeah, Yeah, I lost it there for for a few seconds.
0: No worries. I turned off my Wi Fi, so it should, I'm just using data now, so it should be okay. Um, But, anyways, I was just saying getting to know people backwards almost. Holy like yeah. you know i 've only known these guys for maybe two months at this point, and yet we've gone gone into our you know deepest insecurities or the things that we struggle with the most in our family life and a lot of personal things and then you think about it, and you're like i don 't even know what this guy does for work <laughs> you know you don't know that surface level stuff mm-hmm. um, which is a really interesting dynamic for me, and really cool of um you know, just, just getting deep with people right off the bat instead of keeping things superficial. Um, sometimes for an entire, you know, relationship, no matter what it might be. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think the other one too, the biggest thing that I've noticed and really come to appreciate is, Mm -hmm. you know, all of the guys there care about you and have your best interests at heart, but they'll also challenge you, right? They'll challenge you on what you're saying. They'll point out blind spots. They'll, um, pull you out of your shell as opposed to just yesing you right it's not always just yeah. oh it'll be okay right sometimes it's like no you're wrong in this situation like you need to you need to switch it up and so I've, I've really grown to really appreciate that and really love all the guys there
1: yeah absolutely I can yeah I can definitely uh, attest to all of that as well like it's really that uh, accountability piece or like, uh, or or like even like a gentle rising, right, of uh, of reminders and, and through watching other people grow. And from all their experiences, it's like this osmosis experience, right? So, yeah, by, you know, like, there's times when you share something that I'm like, whoa, like, you know, I was thinking that and then you you just you you relate to it and you learn from that experience. And it's just Yeah, it's it's a it's an amazing experience, and it's it it really is a classic example of your environment, right? Who you're sure. sharing, surround yourself with, and if you're growing, and then that inspires me to grow, and we all grow together. So it's it really is a, a big testament to that. So that's awesome. For
0: sure, and I'm I'm glad that you said that too. Of you know just how important it is surrounding yourself with people mm-hmm. that are pushing themselves right. That are pushing themselves to be better, that are growing. And like you were saying of like, almost, I don't want to get left behind. Mm -hmm. Right. As, as well as, you know, you see some of the strides that one person has done and you're like, Mm -hmm. well, you know, I want to do that or I've seen their progress, you know, I want to keep progressing and it's, it's a really cool environment and a really cool um, Mm -hmm. relationship. So.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, going into the podcast, um, so like in your conversations, like I've listened to um yeah, I've listened to almost all your podcasts. I think there's one one or two that I haven't uh listened to cool. fully yet. But you go yeah. really like I love the way you uh the conversations that you have, um, you know, with, with Andy and, and Nuke and the the guests that you have, um, how you steer the conversations and you just and how you focus and you, you get really deep in, in certain conversation in the conversations and being vulnerable. Um And there's one, there was one episode where you talked about, uh, how's it, how does it go? Like, it's, um, being, being selfish to be selfless.
0: Yeah. I'm like, whoa,
1: like, that. (laughs) yeah, yeah. I love that. Like, like that, that's, you know, like, can you, can you speak on that?
0: For sure. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, first of all, I just want to say thanks so much for um, for following it and listening to it. And you've been um, really instrumental in, in keeping me going and giving me that positive reinforcement. So thank you. Um, of course. Yeah. but yeah, so the, one of the things that I've, I've really been going on recently is, you know, the idea of being selfish to be selfless mm-hmm. and it's, it's an idea that I first heard when I was listening to Gary V's podcast, which I have listened to a ton as a lot of the guys know, but you know, the idea of not demonizing, doing something for selfish reasons, you know, if it's actually bringing value to other people. Right. Right. And so for me, when looking at myself and, you know, bringing it into my life, I went, you know, I'd always been sort of the emotional rock to my family and to a lot of my friends and, um, you know, situations like that. And when I looked at it, I was always just giving. And I thought to myself, well, if I do a bunch of work on, on myself and I fill my cup, I make myself better, you know, purely for the for you know, selfishly to make myself better, it will then allow me to actually help other people more. Yeah. Right. If I work on my happiness and bringing bringing my self-esteem up, bringing my happiness up, it'll actually give me, you know, more to share with them. I'll be able to better support them. I'll be able to support more people. I'll be able to, you know, help them in ways that I wasn't able to before Mm -hmm. because I was hurting inside and I was broken inside. All right. And so, you know, working on that sort of thing, um, and then that, of course, being the selfless part. And so really, really doing that and internalizing the idea that it's okay to do something that benefits yourself. Yeah. Right? And I'd always been the kind of person where it was only for other people, other people were always first, mm-hmm. I was last, it was no matter who it was, you know, they were before me, their wants, their needs, their desires were before mine. And mm-hmm. so, flipping that and saying, okay, well, I'm going to put myself first for the first time in my life um, has led to a lot of growth and has led me to being able to help others better too. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. I love that. And and it's, and it's true. It's like, uh, like I think of the, uh, the analogy, like, like in a, in a plane, for example, right. When the oxygen mask falls off, right. Like you put your mask on first before yeah. you help others. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that, that, you know, that completely makes sense in in terms of that self care, making sure that your cup is filled and and given from there, right so love yeah that. I love that and um and i also um I think it was Annie that said this actually in, in in one of the episodes about um unlearning to to learn basically right which is yes, which goes back to um one of the pillars in, in King Kings of Hearts, right which is awareness, the awareness piece. Yeah, right? which is uh, essentially what we're all doing here is, you know, through through connecting and through these conversations, we're shining the spotlights and in, in parts of us that, you know, that we're, you know, we're not as aware, and, yeah. and, and being able to to cultivate that and to remove the obstacles. Uh, yeah, ultimately, right? So
0: for sure, yeah. And it's it it goes along like. When you bring that up, it goes along with the idea of the shoulds or supposed to's for me, yeah. right? Of uh, this is the way it's supposed to be done. This is the way it should be done. This is the way it's always been done, and so therefore that's the way you should do it. Yeah. And questioning that, you know, and asking asking yourself on that of, well, why is it done that way? You know, um, unlearning, and uh, after questioning it, if you realize that, well that's based on something, either that doesn't about align with my values or it's based on something that was true 20 years ago or 10 years ago or 50 years ago, but isn't true today. Yeah. I'm, you know, I need to unlearn what I've learned so I can then learn um, what's applicable to me today.
1: Exactly, yeah. And, and, also being, and, and also being aware that that could also change, right? We're, we're always, yeah. that's the thing with growth, we're, we're constantly changing right and what worked last year right is may not work this year and being being willing to be uh to be adaptable right to be flexible to 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 be you know to be at least to be open at least right and then make changes from there right so for
0: sure which is huge and i think you have to be flexible of especially when new information comes in yeah right and being okay with changing your mind yeah Right. Um, I love that. So yeah, thanks for bringing that up.
1: Yeah. And, um, the, I, I really enjoyed the uh, another one you, you talk a, a great deal in your podcast episodes on uh, purpose, right? Find mm-hmm. direction. And, and I think that like we just talked about the change, like how things are always changing and being flexible with that. Um, so when it comes to the, the purpose piece, purpose and, and, and passion, even, right? Like how yeah. they seem to be related, co-related in, in, in some ways, right? Like the passion, having that passion and purpose, but it's, um, I guess how would I put it? It's, um, I like to think of passion as something that comes, that, that you bring with you wherever you go right as opposed okay. to following it be like oh my per-, like i don't know, like 10 years ago i was into i don't know, like martial arts and i was into you know video games right so that doesn't mean that <laughs> that that passion in that area in those areas um you know it, it changes right like yeah. um even right now as i'm talking i feel passion flowing, like it's something that comes that comes that, that, that you bring along with you you know, but so that so I really, that that's another point as well, too, that really resonated with me with the purpose piece. Um, that it's, you it can be purposeful, but it, it, you don't need that, uh, uh, that, that excitement, you know, like, it's not necessarily like that. Like, it's, you, you flow with it, but, you know, it's not always going to be there. And, and that discipline to, to still strive despite that excitement, after the excitement is gone, right? Which is, yeah. Right. So
0: for sure. And I think I love that. I love everything you said. And for me, the biggest, well, I guess, first of all, passion and purpose and finding them were two of the biggest questions that I still have and I'm still figuring out. It's a journey, and <laughs> yes, of course. And you yeah. know, um, especially for purpose, one that's really helped me recently was in my mind, I'd always told myself purpose is something that you follow for your entire life. You know, yeah. you have, a purpose in life, and that's it. And so you need to find it. And through some of the conversations with different people, it was, well, you can actually have multiple purposes. And, you know, a term that New use all the time is seasons, right? Yeah. I and, know. you know, you can have different, different purposes for each season in your life. Right. And they can change, and that's okay. And again, you know, taking the, the weight away from it, you know, and not that I'm looking for the single purpose in my life, um, I can have multiple and they can last for different periods of time. And, you know, just taking away the seriousness of that and the pressure to find it has been super helpful for myself. And as I still navigate and, you know, I'm searching for, you know, what I would call as my purpose and searching for more passions and whatever it might be, just really having, you know, the, the, the self-love to be, to say it's okay. It's okay you haven't found it. Yeah, it's okay that you are still searching, and one day you'll find it. But not putting time constraints on it, not feeling like I'm failing because I don't know what it is right now. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: I think that goes back to what you said with the the shoulds. I should have this, or should or or having that like this is how it should be, and being rigid to it, right?
0: Yeah, um, yeah.
1: And even those shoulds, it's like subtle judgment. I think it was you or Andy that said that, right? It's the subtle judgment mm-hmm. that we place, being resistant to what is, um, as opposed to allowing and then just accepting.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? So Exactly.
1: Yeah. I love that. And um I know that uh uh Nuke and I uh were in an episode that uh you hosted where we talked about uh uh, Black Lives Matters and uh, the whole social injustice and um, I just wanted to speak on that as to just um, just very grateful that you allowed that space to have that conversation because it's something that is very it is uncomfortable but it's mm-hmm. much needed to have yeah you know so
0: for sure I and I appreciate that a lot and I think that went back to a lot of the not having rigidity right not being rigid in it of you know, being able to, to ask those questions, to look for new information, right? And um, on this one, I definitely, I have to throw all credit back to you two. And you specifically actually really opened my eyes to um, how big of a problem it was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's unfortunate, but a lot of times it takes, you know, someone in your life that you know and care about and seeing something affect them. Mm-hmm. So that it now applies to you instead of like in the macro, mm-hmm. right? And you sharing your experiences and your feelings with it um, gave me that push to really start looking into it. And, you know, um, it was both of you that created the safe environment to make me feel like I could ask those questions.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. And so that I was super thankful for, of, um, you know, caring about both of you so much and wanting. To know you know what I don't know, right, yeah exactly, yeah,
1: and, and then that's how it starts, right by having these conversations and um, and being willing and being vulnerable to have these mm-hmm. uncomfortable conversations um, and um, and and we all have like various roles in, in how we play, right yeah and, and how we show up and um, you know there's those that are comfortably on the front lines going to the protest yeah. right. And then there's like the storytellers, the visionaries, right? The the disruptors, those that take the risk to disrupt, right? Or like the guides or the healers, right? So having this conversation, right? Opens a dialogue for other people to also have that as well. Yeah,
0: for sure. And that was one of the posts that you did of, you know, kind of explaining that and showing the different roles that people can take. And again, I think that that was super helpful and removed a lot of those shoulds. Of what did, what should this look like? What should it look like for people to care about a cause? Yeah. Right? And taking it and looking at it of, no, there's many different roles that need to be played and find the role that, you know, you are able to be the most impactful. So. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So another, and, and one, one, one thing that I'm really, that's been on my mind a, a lot lately that I'm working on a lot more is the word embodiment okay um, i think that um you know there's so much information out there and so many different uh you know intellectualization of all these things yes. right that we yeah. uh, there's a disconnect in, from our bodies that it's so important that we we're able to ground it into our body breathe it into our body and, and just mm. like feel it right that visceral yeah. feeling as to what that is and then and and, and it's and that that's 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 the missing piece there. I think it's that like you can throw all these jargons and, you know, and use these words, but like the, you know, it's disconnected, you know, for sure.
0: Oh, it makes a ton of sense. And it was something that I had always been really bad for in my life, just in general of always intellectualizing everything. Mm -hmm. Right. And it was really the first time was in the men's group was, you know, talking about, you know, bringing it into your body of actually feeling it, actually accepting it, just getting it out of, you know, your head,
1: exactly.
0: Um, which is something I still struggle with, but something that I've really been putting a lot of focus on, because, you know, like you said, there is a disconnect if you don't.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So I know that we have a few minutes here. Um, cool. I just um, actually have like one question to ask you, actually, that is kind of random, but and I'm going to for ask sure. you, is, um, what is your, like, what is your, like, your, what's your, your favorite word or like your, your mantra that you, that
0: Ooh. You Yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. You know, the one that, the one that comes up for me right now and has been super important um, in the last few months for myself is self-compassion. Mm. And that's been my biggest one. Um, something I've been working on for focusing on of forgiving myself. Um, It's okay. Right. And um, yeah, just self-compassion because I'd always been extremely hard on myself and nothing I did was ever good enough. And so focusing on self-compassion and really again, internalizing it as well of not just thinking it, but actually feeling it. Yeah. um, Has been huge. Mm
1: -hmm yeah
0: i'm curious i'm curious what yours is
1: though (laughs) my word um i guess it goes back to embodiment but the word for me my favorite word is it's a japanese word called yugen okay and what that word means so it's this deep sense of connectiveness with our environment with the universe and it it, it's so intense that it triggers an emotional response that has no words right it's Mm. this sense of awe that you're just left with, right, so that is something that i uh, I'm always like I don't like chase after it, but it's more so letting go and just being with it, being present, yeah, yeah. and in that state, it's, it's very it's, it's very it's the space of just being calm and being centered, you know it's yeah. like it's like, uh, like a hurricane the, the the center the eye of the, the storm is the the calmest, the most stable. Right, so that that's that's uh, that's one word that I <laughs> that I like to use.
0: Amazing, yeah, I so. love it.
1: Yeah. Um. So, where can people find you? Um. Yeah. To connect with you and your podcast and.
0: For sure. Um. So the podcast is called "The Journey with Jared." It's on basically anywhere you listen to podcasts. So, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, some of the smaller ones as well um or you could connect with me on Instagram here um just my name Jared Salikin and mm-hmm. um the icon if you're looking for the podcast it's a little yellow icon with uh, a white circle in the middle so awesome. um yeah
1: love it i'm i'm so excited like i, I like seeing the beginning of your journey unfold and uh, the episodes you know coming up uh it's every week right or every two weeks
0: yeah every week um there's a new episode up Awesome. Ish. Every week, ish. (laughs) Love this. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. Man, it's been a pleasure.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you. Um, and I can't wait to wait to see in person here. Right. Yeah.
1: Likewise. Appreciate it. (laughs) Love
0: you, hippies. We'll talk later. Okay. All right. Thank you. Bye. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. It really would mean the world to me if you liked and subscribed to the podcast, as well as leaving a review to let us know what you thought. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.